0: Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show, and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. G-O-S-T Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chatted up about magic. Good evening! (laughs) Welcome to Random Illusions Season 2, Episode 52. Oh my gosh, we are past the major holiday of the year, Christmas, if you celebrate that. And and, uh, as you can tell, I am joined in the studio by Zoltan the Talking Parakeet. You may hear the giant dog snoring, and Micro Dog is in here, but she's pretty quiet. (laughs) And we're on a condenser mic, so it's going to pick him up a lot better, and you may hear him saying some really strange things. because I've taught him some strange things. In other animal and familiar news, it turns out that my newest birdie addition, Moose, is a female. And uh, that's worked out quite well. I put in the order for a male English budgie and got a female. Sometimes with the English budgies, it's hard to determine gender until they're a little bit older. And uh, her, her behavior was really strange and bitchy, I guess, for lack of a better term. And she didn't vocalize or sing or chatter like the others. So I was like, this is starting to look like a female bird. So what I've done is she's bunking with Aggie in one cage and uh, Zoltan and Cricket bunk in another so that we've got the sorority house and the frat house. And it seems to be working pretty good. So... (laughs) <laughs> what you talking about, Zoll? He's learned a few new words. Um, I did get a wonderful little communication email from Zimbabwe. Thank you, Zimbabwe. It was great hearing from you. And uh he is working on it. It takes him a while for new things, but he 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 can say <laughs> But he can say a number of phrases now. So he hasn't mastered Zimbabwe yet, but uh, he is saying a number of phrases, and he's starting to rearrange words and phrases and make his own strange little bird sentences at times. (laughs) So (laughs) He's a character. He keeps me guessing. Cricket has not started showing signs of talking, but he does chirp and sing all day from the time he wakes up till the time he falls asleep at night. And uh, so I don't know. He may start learning from Zoltan also. And the females tend not to talk, so they they chatter and bicker and chase him around, and and uh, they'll yell, but they don't really talk or sing. So, <laughs> anyhow, what I am finding is that the distraction factor is that Zoltan likes to talk along with me, not at like. I don't. I can't give him a space to talk, and he'll continue. He'll shut up as soon as I stop talking. So I hope some of this comes out really fun. We're just gonna hang. Tim was unable to be here tonight because he is doing holiday stuff with the family. So they're still doing stuff with his wife's family, his side of the family, kids stuff, all that good stuff while the kids are on their break. So right on. I hope all you guys are having fun together. And um, let's see, what do we got for all you guys? I had a lot of good feedback last week on the Sasquatch episode with Big Al. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun too. Big ol' shout out to Big Al. Thank you so much. Can't wait to have you on again. Next, we have not connected up and I apologize. So I'm going to give a shout out right now and I'll send a link over to Aster Grimm and Corey Childs. And I want to hook up with the two of you, get going on those projects we discussed. And Corey and I are going to put together a couple amazing episodes for you guys. So stay tuned for that in the future. Okay, so what are we doing tonight? Not much. We're just going to hang out, chit-chat, keep this easy, get back to a little bit of basics. And I've gotten a little bit of feedback that people are wanting just some really basic beginner, easy information, and uh, keep it simple, right? And that's how I founded this podcast. So yeah, Tim and I find some really great deep subjects. Sometimes the things like the Solomonic Pentacles and concepts like that are a little bit beyond what some people are ready to jump into, even the Servitor magic. So let's get into just some real basic concepts that we hear about in Magic Across the Board And what about substitutions? You always read a book and it says, oh, to do this ritual, you need this, this, that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? You can always substitute. If you don't have exactly what that recipe calls for, you can make a substitution really easily. And we're going to go over some real easy ones that are very common core basics with all magic for the most part. Let's see. One of my favorite substitutions that I found quite by accident, and this is budget-minded, because sometimes we can't afford everything that we read about, I did a presentation a year and a half ago. It was the spring in uh, season one. I'm not sure if it was uh, the May time frame, I think. And I talked about Moldavite and how to do Moldavite magic. We focused on Moan's Moldavite magic book, And it is amazing. Now, one thing people get really hung up on, and I've seen over and over, people have messaged me, if you don't have Moldavite, you can't get a hold of Moldavite, you cannot afford Moldavite. It is very, very, very expensive. Oh my gosh. You can use substitutions. There are other crystals and stones, almost identical, does the same thing. Holy cow. Yeah, it does happen and very easy to get your hands on, and very, very cheap. Now, on the expensive end of things, you could go with something like Libyan Desert Glass. It comes from a similar area of the planet, and it is a very similar Tektite-type created glass glass. When the tektite hits the earth, it creates glass from sand and other minerals in the earth when it impacts, right? And that's where we get moldavite. Moldavite is a very, very, very specific form of that. And it seems to have all these really crazy metaphysical properties to it that help us manifest stuff and do magic really wonderfully. comes from outer space. No wonder. Okay, guess what? You can use just a plain, old, ugly Tektite. You can use Libyan Desert Glass or any other variation of Tektite or Tektite Glass. They all seem to have very, very, very similar manifestation properties. You want to juice that puppy up? Combine it with a Herkimer Diamond or even just a regular old Clear Quartz. But, hey, maybe you don't have access to a place that sells Tektite. Maybe you can't find any online. Maybe Libyan Desert Glass or other types of meteorite or Tektite are still too expensive. It can be that way. A lot of people have a hard time wrapping their head around Tektite because it's ugly, gray, lumpy. It's not pretty, so it can't have the same properties. It doesn't look anything alike your head don't work that way. Well, I guarantee you it works the same. I've been experimenting with it for going on two years now. You can combine it with crystals. Works great. You can use it alone. Works great. It's something about that coming from the outer space and going through gosh knows how many light years of travel, it picks up all sorts of magnificent stuff, apparently. So you combine that when it hits the Earth's atmosphere, something magical happens. It'll do magical stuff for you. Still can't find it? Not convinced? Here's a couple more. Lapis Lazuli. Oh my gosh, it is also great for manifesting very, very, very similarly to how Moldavite works. Another one is called spirit quartz. Um, it kind of looks cactus It looks like a quartz crystal covered with little tiny crystals. That works very similarly too. I have also found that celestite can work very similarly. And then last but not least, believe it or not, if you can find yourself a selenite wand, those are very, very, very inexpensive. They will help you kind of link up, sync up, get your voice heard by divine beings, angels. I'm not sure how the energy works, if it projects your intentions, I'm guessing that, but selenite is a self-cleansing stone. There is nothing negative about it. So it's very, 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 very pure. And it's very easy to find. So if anyone needs any, hit me up. I still have a whole supply of it if you're interested. And I even have selenite spheres. So hit me up. I also have some selenite charging bowls. Just hit me up with an email. That's easiest. You can either use the contact link on the website, randomillusions.com or just shoot me an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. That'll work too. Let's chat. Okay, what other substitutions do we got with magic? Let's get to some more core basics. I've seen this over and 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 over. If you practice any kind of hoodoo, Wicca, you have in the past, you've read books like that, you know all about color coordination with candles, shape coordination. You get a candle, this shape, that shape, that color, this color, this type, whatever. In a pinch, any candle will work. And get yourself a small writing object like a... um. Like, you can use a um, a ballpoint pen that no longer works or that you don't care about. When, when you write in wax with it, the pen won't work after that, so use something that you don't mind using for that purpose. I have an old pen from the 60s that was long defunct, you know, decades ago, and it has a super fine point on it, and it works great for just inscribing into wax. You're not going to be able to read it. Get your intention into the wax by way of writing it's a magic tool, works great. So if you're doing candle magic, you can write your intention into the wax and then you can anoint it with oil and burn that. And it works as a prayer. It's going to release that into the universe and your intentions will come back. You can do that several times a day. You can do that once a day. You can do that in conjunction with other magic you're doing. You can do that with any kind of prayer work. The possibilities are endless and you can get all different kinds of candle magic, but find your core concept of putting your intention into that wax. There's different ways of doing it. Usually if you want to banish something out of your life you're trying to get rid of, you're going to write more in a counterclockwise direction and to bring it in, you can go in a clockwise direction around that candle, but there's really no right or wrong. Put your intention into it. Burn the candle down completely, be safe about it, and let it be part of your magic practice. Now here's the thing people get really hung up on. Candle size, shape, color, all that, right? We just mentioned that. You can go get a big bag of tea light candles. It's just white wax. And hundred a bag of a hundred for I don't know what they sell them for. Six dollars ninety-nine cents at Hobby Lobby, something like that. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them online on Amazon. Just get some tea lights. They're they're really awesome. They'll burn down in, oh, anywhere from two to six hours, depending on the type of tea light you get. Now, while we're on the topic of tea lights, it is also awesome because if you need visualization, we're going to talk about some visualization shortcuts using tea lights. It's another great reason to just switch to tea lights. Now, if you get really caught up on some color nonsense, you have to have certain colors. Go to your grocery store. Go to Walmart. Guess what? You can use birthday candles. They come in all different kinds of colors. They're itty-bitty. They burn down really fast. You can use them in a pinch. They're great for emergency quick magic. And if you're really hung up on the colors, there you go. You can also buy what are called chime candles. They're about four inches tall off of Amazon is a great source. You can get those in any color. And um, they're easy to just, you know, melt a little bit of wax, put it on the candle holder so it sticks into place, or get one specifically for those types of candles. Pretty inexpensive, won't break the bank. And uh, here again, they burn down fairly fast, couple, two to four hours, if I remember right. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, So those are some really great options for your candle magic. For those that practice more in a traditional witchcraft direction and you use a gold and silver candle, you can also find those in the birthday candle section in a lot of places. Awesome, awesome stuff. And uh, for banishing, sometimes you can even find black birthday candles. So for, you know, for people's 40th over-the-hill birthdays and stuff like that. Now, for... Oils and anointing. People get crazy on this too. Keep it simple. If you've got olive oil, if you've got coconut oil in your house, you can use that. Oh my gosh, really super simple. Olive oil is a holy oil in and of itself. Personally, I think coconut oil is too. It has many, 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 many health benefits and um, it kills a lot of pathogens. It's very clean in nature. It has a very clean vibe. It will also work. It's a very holy oil that I work with. So it's another oil you can use that's uh, good for anointing. Okay. And it won't interfere with your work. For those of you who like to work with herbs and such... One of the best ways you can just get some of the core basic herbs here again, go to your grocery store, go to the herb section of Walmart and get cooking herbs. A lot of those are the same ones that you're going to go across town, buy at an exorbitant price at a metaphysical store. You can still use it. Just get a good book that talks about it. You can always find substitutes for one with the other with any kind of plant matter. Now, Sometimes that gets to be a little bit of a pain. You have all these little bags of herbs or bottles or whatever, tons to store, gets cluttery. I stopped working with the actual herbs quite a while back. Sometimes I use bay leaves, I use that for cleansing mostly. But I've been using essential oils in place of herbs for a very long time because that is the plant essence. It doesn't go bad, it's very inexpensive and it works great. You can also use frankincense oil as a holy oil, and that'll work for just about any working that you can think of. Now, yep, a little bit of a shameless plug here. If y'all go to www.randomillusions.com, I have a link for essential oils on the website. Click on that. It'll open up a page. There's a coupon code, And my affiliate marketing link, I get a tiny little kickback and it is not an MLM. It's not, a you don't have to sign up for a membership like uh, the doTERRA brand, right? But it's just an essential oil company. I researched it very thoroughly about six or seven, uh, about seven years ago now. And they've got all different kinds of essential oil. Look under the what they call singles. You can get a sample size for just a couple of dollars. If it's something you're going to use more of, like myrrh or frankincense or something in that direction, very inexpensive. There's four different kinds of frankincense. For magic, you can use the least expensive one. Magically speaking, they all have the same properties. You don't need to break the bank. You can get those for just a few bucks and their shipping is worldwide and extremely reasonable like I think in the United States it's a flat fee of like six dollars or something for shipping no matter what you buy so give that a look-see on that same website you may also want to check out the liquid minerals because if you're doing a magic working that calls for gold silver copper lead Anything like that. A lot of the Solomonic pentacles call for that. You can make your Solomonic pentacles out of paper and then anoint them with liquid minerals. And then you want to take it for health reasons, you can do that too. But, (laughs) pretty bird, when I need to use gold for something, I use some of that liquid mineral. Now, as a substitute for lead, lead is is toxic to humans. So is mercury. Mercury. You can use silver as a substitute for mercury. You can also use a mineral called molybdenum as a substitute for lead. It's not toxic and it's actually a trace mineral that we need in our body. So you can get that in liquid form too. Doesn't cost much off that website. That's for those of you that really work with stuff that involves metals or you may want to anoint with a liquid. So that will give you an ability to. You want to check that out. Now, if you're just into essential oils for the heck of it, you really like that, hey, surf, there's everything you could ever want on that website, including educational material and books and accessories and all sorts. I think they even have skin creams and stuff now. I haven't even been on there for everything they have for a while. They keep adding to it. So check that out. And here again, if you go through my affiliate link on the website it will help support the podcast. Thank you so much in advance. Yay. All right, let's get back to the tea light candles. How many of you like to go to estate sales, thrift stores, garage sales, yard sales, that sort of thing, rummage sales? Okay, this is a great way to do magic. I have been doing this for a very long time, way before I found occult magic, and it works great. So, Go to your knick area of your thrift store or look at knick-knacks when you're going through estate sales or garage sales or whatever and look for little tea light candle holders in shapes of stuff that you want to manifest. So for example, when I was trying to manifest up a house to buy, I found a really cute little beach house tea light candle holder And I would do my magic. I would anoint my candle, put it in that. Now, I don't live near the ocean. I live in the desert. But the point is, it was a cute little dream house. And I was manifesting the perfect house for my needs that would be the perfect size. Guess what? It worked. Now, something really big like that, you're going to do candle magic. It's going to take a while. Do it every day. Keep at it. Make it as a daily routine, a daily prayer. You're going to manifest that, especially if you're combining it with other types of magic and other angel magic, things like that. You're doing your work in the mundane. It will add a layer of rocket fuel like none other. So don't spend much money. Go have fun with it. Find some candle holders that are creative, or if you know how, safely make your own and do a visual with it. Some people have a very hard time visualizing. That's another thing we're going to get to. If you have a little bit of a hard time visualizing, make it easy on yourself. Even if it's obscure, you're going to manifest your perfect dream home. Go find a little house or a log cabin candle holder, little candle burner, something decorative, Sometimes places like Walmart or um, Target will have stuff inexpensive, different times of year. So check that out. eBay's another place to surf, put in candle holders. And sometimes you can find all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Zoltan just jumped down off of his perch. Get creative, have fun. Now this one is going to rock everybody's world. And there is a large portion of you out there that are going to sit there and go, you've lost your marbles. You cannot do that. It will not work. Hear me out. Yes, it will. I've done it. I've been doing it for a while and others have tested this as well. So as I've been talking about candles, candle holders, I know there's probably a few of you out there. Maybe not a big percentage, but I know a handful of people personally. For whatever reason, they cannot burn candles. (laughs) Pretty bird. He is one reason I cannot burn candles. I could burn a soy candle or a beeswax candle, but really the toxins that go into the air, birds have a different type of lung system, and it can be very, very damaging to them. So especially if it's a paraffin wax. Now other people have, it's just not safe. They don't have a good place to light a candle. Maybe they have paranoias. I've had people tell me they have uh, PTSD because of fires, I get it. So if that doesn't work for you, guess what? You can use one of those little battery operated candles that are strictly a non-fire candle. And they flicker, they give the impression. If that's still too much for some people, you could skip it altogether. Just declare the magic working effective without needing flame. Okay, sometimes you have to just declare it for your own safety reasons or your own personal reasons. That's okay. I think when you acknowledge it, that is 99% of it. And like I said, you can use an electric or battery-operated candle as a substitute for a real candle. A, it does have electric current in it. It does have a tiny amount of heat going on. It does have a small amount of electrical charge going on. Energy is energy. It does release energy into the atmosphere. So it will help carry your intentions. With an electric candle or a battery operated candle, I would do a written petition on a piece of paper and set that under the candle so that the intentions go up through the candle and out. Uh, Visualize it that way. Another way to do visualizing, you could do a picture of a candle. Okay, that always works. Or just use something that involves a light bulb, okay? You could use a lamp and substitute it. Declare it a valid substitution for a candle because you're not going to use one. This makes more sense in your mind. It will align. It will work. But you have to allow it to work with your psyche. If it's something that you're just like, uh, you're totally a big no with, it probably won't work as well for you. But if you're open to it, it's a very valid way to do a substitution when you're unable to use the real thing. <laughs> and now Zoltan is on the dog. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta rescue the dog from the bird. <laughs> Come here, Zoltan! So, yeah, in conclusion, if you need to make a radical Substitution. You could use something like a little nightlight, okay? A little side table lamp that would absolutely work. Declare it a magical tool, consecrated as such, and substitute it in, okay? And there's all sorts of little uh, nightlights for kids, all sorts of stuff you could probably find that would function that way if you really needed to. Now, last but not least, I'm going to jump all the way back to the essential oils. If you're someone that's looking for something like a money oil. Or you're somebody that's into the oh Zoltan just gave me a feather. Thank you, sweetheart. Look at this. Oh my gosh, this is a rare one. This is a tail feather. Thank you, baby. This is a very special occasion. He doesn't shed these, but about twice a year, and he only has two tail feathers. So for him to shed a tail feather and give it to me on the podcast is very special. That's <laughs> like a that's that's like the best present I got this year. That is so wonderful. He was sitting on my finger talking to Tim with me on the phone last night. And when they shed feathers, it's like when we shed our hair and replace our hair. That's their hair. And they get real itchy and they scratch their feathers and they preen themselves. And he was sitting on my finger and he literally pulled out a wing feather and handed it to me. (laughs) So he's been, he's been manufacturing feathers like crazy this past week. I wake up in the morning and there's a bunch of them on the floor. So Cute little guy. I cannot believe he gave the podcast one of his tail feathers. This is so special. I love this feather. Okay, buddy. Now, for those of you that have pet birds, case in point, you're going to do scribing on a small candle. If you do keep parrots of any size or you find a special feather outdoors, clean it. Make sure it's cleansed. There's ways to clean it. I would be very careful and handle anything from outdoors very carefully and wash your hands. There can be pathogens on bird feathers if you don't know what kind of bird it came off of. If you're someone that is blessed and you can get to a turkey farm or a chicken farm or something that has different breeds of chickens, sometimes you can get a really good chicken feather that way too, and those work really great. And you know what? The thing with birds is they are a natural messenger to the divine, and I swear that when I do my magic work, I always have one of my little birds with me because they really help get my messages to the angels. They have a connection of some sort. So if you can incorporate a feather into your magic that will help get your voice heard also so it's really funny he gave me that little reminder but you can also use feathers especially if it's meaningful to you you have a pet bird and it it sheds a a tail feather once or twice a year or something you can use that or a pen maybe something you find outdoors or even a little twig or something that's meaningful to you and use that always as your tool to scribe into candles And even just the act of using the same objects over and over for your magical workings will add juice to your magical workings. It just helps the energy flow better for you. It's personalizing it. So that's just another simple but effective trick. Now, let's go back to the Moldavite Magic by Bal Kedmon. Excellent book. Another excellent book he has with one particular tip in it that I'm going to bring up is his pendulum book. And in his pendulum book, he talks about how the problem with the pendulum is the 50-50 factor on a yes-no question and how our psyche itself can interfere with the answers. So one thing that he would do is he would take a bottle of water and he would write Truth on it, or a word that represented what he was after, but I think he wrote truth. I, that's the word I use and let it set so that intention of that word will kind of vibrate through the water, consume the water before your magical working, and that's another way to add a layer. So when I do divinations, I do something very similar so that I pull my personal opinion out of the equation as much as I possibly can, and I'm getting true information into my divination and my interpretations of such. So it helps you channel information better without your human flawed filters that we all have. So try that when you're doing any kind of divination, working with your pendulum, even maybe variations of it when you're working with magic so that you keep your heart in the right place. It might be something fun to kind of experiment with. I would put thought into it and make it meaningful and uh, see what happens. Go from there. And I would love to hear people's take on all this. Here again, hit me up, go to the website, randomillusions.com, mash down on that contact link. It's the easiest way for you to send me an email, or you can even leave me a voicemail directly on the website from anywhere in the world for free. It doesn't cost you anything. Down at the bottom lower right-hand corner, you'll see a microphone. Just click on that, and if you have a microphone on your mobile device or on your computer, whatever you're using... You have up to two minutes to leave me a message. Here again, you can be across the world and do that for free. Doesn't cost you nothing. In fact, Egypt was the first one that did that. So write on Egypt. So be like Egypt. Leave me a voicemail. (laughs) Be like Zimbabwe. Write me an email. What's up with you, Zoltan? Have you quieted down? He's been sitting here preening his feathers. And... I think we're just going to conclude for here. We're going to see how this sounds with the new microphone and with all the chatter in the background with the budgie and all of my chatter, and we'll see how that goes. What do you think, Zoli? You want to get back upstairs here pretty soon? We'll get this edited out there. Oh, yeah, he's very excited. Maybe we'll bring Cricket down, and you guys can go crazy for a while, huh? So, yeah, we'll get this edited and out and in you guys' eardrums, and we will be back next week. So I guess, really, all there is to say for now is... You want to help me out there, Zoli? You ready? Keep a smile on your face. Keep a bounce in your step. Keep practicing your magic. And by all means, if you're working out of a book, you're working out of a script of some sort that you find online for a ritual, and you don't have all the necessary items that it calls for, see what kind of substitutions make sense for you. Miss Aida is a great inspiration for that with Hoodoo. Kudu is all about getting it done in the best way possible sometimes you got to use the tools that you have and work with the budget you have and just get it done don't sweat the small stuff just make it happen for yourself you can do it i have faith in you and so is zoltan he's very happy so i guess we'll catch you all next week and until then bye bye <laughs> for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, The website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random-illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash gostradio, Twitter.com slash GOST Radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST Radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up, Facebook, Privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M A G I C K, at randomillusions.com. And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right, keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back.